Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider, and you can hear this complete conversation as well as recent shows featuring guests discussing new cases of the troubling cattle mutilation phenomenon, worrisome instances of clandestine CIA torture, and the evidence that the lost city of Atlantis may have really once existed. Check out these programs and many other fascinating episodes waiting for you in the Coast to Coast Archive by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. Our special guest is back with us, Dane Wigington, a background in solar energy, a former employee of Bechtel Power Corp, has been engaged in constant climate and geoengineering research for at least the last 15 years. His personal residence was featured in a cover article on the world's largest renewable energy magazine, Home Power. He is a lead researcher for geoengineeringwatch.org, has investigated levels of geoengineering from stratospheric aerosol geoengineering to HARP as well. Welcome back, Dane Wigington. Dane, always a pleasure. Thank you, George. Thanks for having me back on and uh, allowing me to update your listeners on how rapidly the Biosphere implosion, climate collapse is happening with climate engineering helping to fuel that fire overall. Way too fast. And did you have fun with our Coast Insiders when you were part of our computer chat? Yeah, it was interesting. Certainly. Different format, different way to go about getting the message out, but bottom line is we get it out. Yep, you do. And they're just just intelligent, fascinating people, and they know what kind of questions to ask, don't they? Certainly. Certainly. So what's new? give Give us the big update, first of all. Well, I would argue of all the causes that people are spending their time with, countless causes that are valid in and of themselves, George, and against the backdrop of a, a collapsing climate system and a collapsing biosphere. And I realize how many people will roll their eyes and walk away at that statement yeah. because it's simply something that none of us want to believe is happening. But I would ask everybody to abandon ideology, preconception, and bias. Look at frontline facts. This is not a political issue. This is about life on our planet. And in regard to any political side of the fence or environmental groups, all of whom are ignoring this issue, immense hypocrisy. The bottom line is it's happening, and anybody who does any honest, objective investigation, George, will come to that conclusion. On the current course, we're not going to be around long. None of us. And it's happening. Why? Is there money involved here, Dane? What's, what's, the, what's fueling this? This is important. It's an important question, because many people have convinced themselves that if, if bad things are going on, it's just a matter of money, and that's the bottom line. But it's not the bottom line. And somehow people think if someone's making money on it, maybe it's not even happening at all. And that's certainly not true. And I would point out wars, George. We all know people make money off of wars, don't we? They sure do. Does that mean the war didn't happen or the people didn't die? It doesn't mean that. So in regard to the collapsing climate, yes, we have disaster capitalists all over the board. But that doesn't mean the disaster is not real. And that every attempt to, in fact, the the attempt to make money off it, which is certainly going on, climate engineering, I would argue, is perhaps the largest covert money-making venture for the defense industry and much of even the airline industry, which we believe data indicates is being fully subsidized to keep their aircraft in the air because their aircraft are also being used in these programs. We know that. We're not guessing. We have up-close photographs of the nozzles mounted on the pylons, of commercial carriers, your listeners can look at all these photographs at geoengineeringwatch.org. They're mounted on the pylons aimed into the exhaust jet stream to make this look like condensation. So there's money being made 
everywhere in this situation. And we have too many people that, in exchange for a paycheck and a pension, George, mm-hmm. will continue to help sink the ship with programs that are simply, ultimately, a matter of power and control. It's not for the greater good overall. Absolutely not. Dane, the skeptics, if they come up to you and say, come on now, where's the proof? Show us what's happening. Prove it. How do you, how do you combat that? Well, to start with, George, if people don't believe what they can see with their own eyes, likely not much I can tell them. It's hard to wake someone who's pretending to be asleep, isn't it? That's right. So if people can't, with any sense of deductive reasoning, look up and question why one day's a grid pattern, the next day's nothing with similar atmospheric conditions, why one trail can be horizon to horizon with an aircraft next to it, similar altitude, leaving nothing, why a trail that's coming across the entire sky just turns off like it's been cut with a knife, (laughs) why you might have a whole day of spraying at nighttime. And, And there is spraying going on at night as well. But it, it, more often than not, we will see a, a backing off of the aerosol operations at night in their attempt to allow some of the radiant heat to escape back up in the upper atmosphere. And, and George, for those, might I explain for your listeners that don't know what climate engineering, geoengineering is? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Quite simply, it's the attempt to manipulate Earth's climate systems. The stated purpose, primary stated purpose, solar radiation management, to try to reduce some of the sun's incoming thermal energy to mitigate the the warming that's occurring from a buildup of greenhouse gases. But, George, as you know, when you put a reflective layer of aerosols up, you not only reflect heat, you trap it. You trap it. That's right. Exactly. And, and you, you do a, a long list of other very um, cataclysmic consequences also. You uh, create what you're apparently trying to prevent. Correct. And then bottom line with geoengineering, they can and are creating short-term, highly toxic cool-down regions at the cost of a worsened overall warming. And, and George, don't we have the pharmaceutical... I, I cite this example a lot because people relate to this. How many pharmaceutical commercials do you see every single day on the TV? Well, they're all over the place. So you take this new pharmaceutical for a certain ailment, and then you you start to listen to the list of consequences. <laughs> right at the end, that they give so fast you can barely understand them. But the list is so horrific that you can't imagine why anybody would allow themselves oh, I know. to be a test subject. If you take this pill, your arms will fall off, your toes will fall off, and your eyes may. I mean, it's just unbelievable stuff. But yet people are they're, they're, they're buying into this. They continue to, to take these elements. And I, you know, certainly... If one really stands back and look at the wider picture, looks at the wider picture, I would argue that it's it's hard not to conclude we're living in a Orwellian insane asylum where black is white, up is down, day is night. You know, every other commercial now is uh, asthma, uh, allergy, mm-hmm. Alzheimer's, as if that's something you can expect to get as you get older, dementia, uh, a host of other issues, and uh, again, the, the toxic. We're back to the toxic heavy metals that official agencies are telling us are not harmful for us, from vaccinations to what's raining down through the air column. For your listeners that don't know, heavy metals like aluminum are a primary element named in climate engineering patents, and we know these elements are coming down through the rain or the air column. We're testing precipitation, and we, we've got 70 lab tests from Northern California. We have lab tests from all over the country and indeed all over the world. We know these elements are coming down through the air column. In the case of our location in California, we know they're not coming from Asia. That's what a lot of people leap to first. We have California air quality studies to prove that. And there, there's such immense quantities, and the quantities are recent, so much so that it's changing soil pH values in, in uh, Northern California. So This is an immense contamination. Mathematically speaking, the single greatest source of toxic 
atmospheric particulates, bar none. Dane, what got you involved in this? Was there something that happened to you? Yes, I was losing solar power. As you announced on my, my bio, I'm completely off-grid, solar, wind, and hydro. So when I began to lose very extreme amounts on some days of my solar PV uptake, 60, 70, even 80%. Jeez, huge. Exactly. From whatever the aircraft were emitting, clearly that was not condensation. And, of course, as I, I dove into research on this and was astounded that the volumes of data that were available on geoengineering, climate engineering, solar radiation management, cloud albedo enhancement, these are all climate engineering terms, which, by the way, in this issue, it's extremely important to use those terms. Thank you for doing so because that gives our issue credibility. The chemtrails term, for your listeners that don't know, has no basis in science whatsoever. Those who argue that it does, because Dennis Kucinich mentioned it once, that does not give it a basis in science. And that term is used to marginalize our issue. So uh, those are the science terms I just used as I was losing this much power. Uh, again, finding the data I found, researching the patents, looking for the primary elements, testing my precipitation, finding those elements that were escalating at at truly alarming rates, and uh, after enough research, George, there's, there's simply nothing else one can conclude. And when you know this is going on above you, there's nowhere to hide. What does one do, George, but turn and fight and face this right. issue? And they had no idea what they created with you, do they? They do now, probably. Well, you know, we know we're making a difference. We had earlier tonight, in fact, uh, on a conference call with our attorneys, we have a legal team. We filed a lawsuit in Canada. We've already filed in the U.S. We're suing. We've sued the Department of Commerce because they're overseeing agency for NOAA, National Oceanic and Atmospheric mm -hmm. Administration. Okay. On our call tonight, we had three high-ranking former U.S. Air Force officers, two major generals, on our call tonight. All of whom are are extremely alarmed by these programs. Also, not directly involved. Are these going to be witnesses for you? No, I can't say that yet. They're not they're not willing to go there yet. They're not on board yet. Well, they're certainly on board with the cause, but they're not quite ready to throw themselves under the bus yet. Uh, but they are helping us behind the scenes. We have others in D.C., former Senate Armed Services Committee. They're scared about their pensions and things, aren't they? Well, I think more than that, much more than that. Really? Like their life? Well, let's look at... Um, we have, in 2011, John Wheeler, a former Bush aide, was reportedly seen outside the Pentagon stating he was going to expose this issue. He was found in a landfill two days later. 2015, we had three prominent polar scientists, certainly in a position to know this was going on. All died very anomalous deaths. We had the world's most recognized polar scientist, Peter Wedhams, state that he felt that they were taken out. Didn't say why, but he felt that Jeez. that's what happened. He recanted two weeks later, perhaps warned. We had a, a uh, chief modeling specialist at the Weather Channel, certainly the one in position to know that the weather modeling is all being done by Raytheon, defense contractor Raytheon, who holds numerous climate engineering patents, certainly a part of the climate engineering operations. He was suicided in the Weather Channel garage. Very anomalous death. Mm. According to friends and family, would have never done that. So, George, if we have an issue that's so immense with so, such incalculable liability, and given that this is going on with governments around the globe, not just ours, they're all colluding and cooperating on this issue, why would we not conclude that the government would do anything in its power to keep this from coming to light, 
because the liability issues are completely incalculable. Now, are, are we sure, Dane, this is being done on a governmental-wide plan? Or what if it's a private sector, um, you know, under-the-table black ops program that government doesn't even know is going on? Not even remotely possible. You don't think so? It's, it's impossible. You couldn't have operations like this going on without DOD knowing. And okay, so they know. Somebody the knows. Knowing. We, have, we have foreign governments, in the case of Iran, stating on the record. Iran has, Iran has sophisticated radar and military equipment. They know what's going on in their skies. They've been on the floor of the U.N. stating on the record NATO weather modification programs are cutting off their reign. So when we look at this, George's the stated purpose that sounds benevolent, solar radiation management, we're going to try to keep the planet from cooking, although we know interfering with the natural systems is completely cataclysmic. It's a leap off the cliff, uh, nothing less. But also, weather is being used as a weapon, and this is historical fact. We know from Project Popeye to, to uh, a number of other weather mod activities that weather has been used for a weapon for 70-plus years. The notion that this could be done without governmental knowledge or full cooperation, in fact, full organization, is simply not plausible at all. And we know that military planes are spraying. We have film footage of it. We have photographs of the nozzles, KC-10s, KC-135s, C-17s. There's absolutely no question that the U.S. DOD is at the heart of this. Now, George, a couple, couple of facts and figures on the climate, and tie it into climate engineering, if I may. There's, who has the biggest military in the world, George, by far? We do. Of course. It's it's, it's Hands down. It's bigger than the next 10 militaries combined. So we just had on planet Earth the third warmest April ever recorded on the planet. And I would argue that's conservative based on the figures we have on the ground. And for your listeners that think this is about Al Gore, it's not. I, I, Al Gore is a criminal part of the power structure. This is about reality. But, George, at the same exact time, and I just did a post on this. Your listeners can look at it, geoengineeringwatch.org. The eastern half of the U.S., the most populated portion of the U.S., just had the coldest winter in 20 years. And on the entire global map, and the maps I posted are the departure from normal temperature maps for the entire world. Jeez. And what do we see on those maps for the month of April? A red world, which means you know there's different shades of red, which show the different shades of departure from normal temperature, but right. all red. Where's the only blue zone on the planet? The eastern half, eastern half of the North American continent. Then I post a map for the entire last year, April 2017 through April 2018. Where's the only blue zone on the entire map? Same location, right? Same location. This is not an accident. The biggest military is capable of cooling what they want more than other militaries with patented processes of chemical ice nucleation. For your listeners that don't know what that is, those are patented processes. We have the patents posted at Geoengineering Watch, by the way. That uh, are these tests, Dane, or are they good no. to go? They've been at this for 70 years, George. Oh, it's, it's not a test. Historical data proves it. So what the, the nucleation is, it means they can engineer winter events. It means they can turn what should have been rain into snow with seeding clouds with chemical ice nucleation elements. George, have you seen a lot of the extremely radical weather whiplash scenarios that are happening? Oh, my God, it doesn't stop where you go from maybe uh, 100 degrees to 60 in a day or two. Or yeah. So we're, we're seeing that. And this is a cold, dense layer of air, maybe a few hundred feet deep or maybe slightly larger. But as you create this cold, dense layer of air by seeding the clouds with chemical ice nucleation elements, that descends down to surface levels, lowers the mercury on the ground, can create 
again, frozen precipitation out of what should have been liquid precipitation, and thus these anomalous weather whiplash scenarios come about. And that's going to get worse as they become more desperate. As the planet becomes warmer, they're trying to keep the population from understanding fully what's been done to them, what's happening to the biosphere. And, and for your listeners, George, that doubt or question that such extreme climate engineering can be done, they should search Chinese scientists create artificial snowstorm. They'll find Fox News and Popular Science covered that. Uh, they can look for themselves. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.